0: Welcome everyone to Kingdom Rock Radio. We pray that you will enjoy today's message. Now here's a sample of what you'll be hearing today. But then there can be some things that can seem to be good and you may be very productive at it. You may be good at it, but is it good for you? Will it help you to bring forth much fruit to the glory of God? Kingdom Rock Radio is an outreach ministry of Kingdom Rock Family Worship Center located right here in Bremen, Georgia. You can connect with us at our website at www.kingdomrock.org. And now, here is today's message. Well, good evening, everybody. Welcome once again to another Bible study right here at Kingdom Rock Family Worship Center. Wherever you're listening, wherever you're watching from all around the world, we just welcome you in Jesus' mighty name. Tonight, we're going to have such a wonderful time. Well, as you can see, we're back in the vineyard once again, but this is going to be temporary. Tonight, we're going to conclude our vineyard uh, series, so to speak, and we're going to speak from the subject of... Asking power. Jesus is giving us asking power here in John the 15th chapter. Before we get started, I just want to remind you to check out our website at kingdomrock.org. It's there that you can hear today's message and get access to our podcasts and so much more. We have a blooming podcast network, and I know that there are some podcasters that we have that will really brighten your day. Some awesome word is there. Uh, so just check it out today at KingdomRock.org. While you are there, be sure you, uh, to connect with us by clicking on the uh, contact button there. And let us know who you are and where you are. And if you have a testimony, we'd be glad to hear from you. And if the Lord so leads you, uh, definitely hit that give button and giving to the ministry a little bit goes a long way. All right, I'm excited about tonight's message. Oh, this is going to be awesome. As you know, we're in a series entitled Overcoming Our Fears, and we are overcoming our fears one week at a time. And so we're going to go back. Our journey takes us back into um, John, the 15th chapter. And so let's go ahead and grab the scripture and get right into it. Tonight, we're going to go back and read verses 1 through 8. And we'll see how far we get tonight. This should be the last, but I don't know. Now that I've said that, maybe there'd be 20 more. I don't know. But let's just look into it. All right, here we go. John, the 15th chapter out of the King James Version. It reads like this. Verse 1 reads, I am the true vine, and my father is the husbandman. Every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he taketh away. And every branch that beareth fruit, he purge, he uh, purgeth it that it may bring forth more fruit. One thing I want you to see here is the, I would say the evolution of fruit, what the father really wants from us. So he starts off by saying those in me that bear not fruit, the father is after fruit. And that's really a productive life. We are reproducing Christ in the earth, or we can say we are representing Christ or representing Christ in the earth today. The fruit that the Father wants to see through our lives is Christ manifested. Amen. It's the fruit of the Spirit that's manifested. We talked about that love, joy, peace, um, long suffering, gentleness, goodness, meekness, temperance, and faith. It's Christ manifested, given to the world. And the Father is using us to reproduce Christ so that others may see and know Jesus. Oh, that's so awesome. And so this whole thing uh, in John 15 is about fruit, bearing fruit, bearing Christ, bearing healing for the nations. Amen. Because really you may be the only Bible that someone will ever read. You may be the only Jesus that someone will ever know. Because you represent Him. And the Father gives you special anointing. I'm telling you, He will give you a special anointing. And tonight we'll see this. I can't wait. A special anointing to represent Christ or to represent Christ or to produce Christ in your life so that others around you may feed on His goodness. Hallelujah. This is so awesome. You know, it, it seems as though uh, many Christians um, that I have seen, unfortunately, the only fruit that I see them producing is maybe a lemon. You go around them and mm, you know, it's, it does not seem to be like a fruit of love. It seems like a, it seems like a fruit of bitterness and, and resentment and anger. That's in rudeness. That's not Christ. Amen. Hallelujah. That's not him. Remember, the father said that he is love and the Lord wants his love to flow through us. Now, remember, love is not a pushover. Amen. You don't have to be a doormat in order to show someone the love of Jesus. Jesus was definitely not a doormat. Hallelujah. Just look through the Bible. But he showed the love of the father and it was manifested in and through his life. And that is what we desire. And that's what the father desires out of our lives. Amen. So let's go back here and uh, start again in verse number two. He says, every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he taketh away, and every branch that beareth fruit, remember that one, every branch that beareth fruit, he purges it, that it may bring forth more fruit. Verse three, now ye are clean through the word which I have spoken unto you. Verse four, abide in me, and I in you, As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, except it abide in the vine. No more can ye, except ye abide in me. That is so powerful. I think we stopped there on last time. So, the Lord says, we have to abide in him. And we'll see further on down that he, as his word, needs to abide in us. He says, as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself. Now, it seems as though here the undertone is the Lord is almost uh, almost chastising us, so to speak, or he's really making his point clear. You can't do this without me. You can't do this without me. You can't produce the fruit of Christ. You can't produce goodness without the one that is good. You cannot produce goodness without God because God is good. So the Lord said, you need me. You need me. Now in the world today, you'll have many, uh, people can do many charitable things. Um, many things that they call good in the world today. Uh, but they don't really involve Christ in it. It's just, they're doing a good thing. And those good things that they do, it may be notable among men, but at the end of it, the result is not so good. It's kind of like the world would give you something good, but with a string attached to it, right? It's impossible to do good or to do the work of Christ without Christ. Jesus is saying here, you need me, you need me. And even, even well intentioned believers, sometimes we can be sucked away in the vacuum of work, But we work, 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 but never spend time with him. Jesus says, you need me. Slow it down. Get into prayer. Slow it down. Get into my word. You need me. You know, we can get caught up in, in, in our pridefulness, uh, caught up in the day-to-day things, and, and I don't want you, I don't want me at the end of the day when we stand before the Lord to say, Lord, didn't we do this for you, and didn't we do that for you, and the Lord say, hey, depart from me. I never knew you. I never knew you. So we want to get rid of that, and remember, we need Christ. Amen? All right, before we go any further, let's go ahead and let's finish reading this, verse 4, then we're going to do something special. It says, Abide in me, the Lord says, Abide in me, and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, except it abide in the vine. No more can ye, except ye abide in me. Amen? Let's change the scene just a little bit here. Let's change the scene, the scene uh, from our vineyard, and let's go into our imagination station. Let's bring things around. Yeah, uh, we're gonna, let's, because here in our imagination station, we can, uh, we can make a lot of things happen visually, and we can use the gifts that God has given us to help illustrate a point to you, amen? So let's, uh, let's choose a, a background. All right, yeah, here, here, yeah. I like just the plain one. Yeah, so. Yeah, all right, so good. All right, here in the Imagination Station, anything can happen. Hallelujah. All right, so let's go ahead and uh, again, verse four. It says Abide in me and I in you, as a branch cannot bear fruit of itself except it abide in the vine. No more can ye except ye abide in me. Now remember the word abide means to remain or to stay or to wait. Just wait in him, remain in him, stay with him. Jesus saying, stay with me now, stay with me. Don't get caught up in the things of this world. Stay with me. That's so important. Look at verse number five. He says, I am the vine. He really breaks this down. In case there was any question, he said, I am the vine. Ye are the branches. That's the relationship. So let's bring up a tree here. Yeah, let's bring up this tree. And uh, we see the Lord uh, really making this clear to us. He said, I'm the vine. You are the branches. Now I know we we're just talking about a, a uh, grapevine just a few moments ago, but I want to just remember the Lord is giving us a natural picture to illustrate a spiritual truth. So let's look at just a tree relationship, uh, trunk of the tree uh, to its branches. Okay. Trunk to its branches. The Lord makes it clear, I am the vine. In other words, we can also say, I am the trunk of this tree. And you, you and I are the branches uh, that are flowing out of the trunk of the tree. Now, look at this. He says again, I am the vine, ye are the branches. He that abideth in me and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. Do you see that? Look at the progression before it was fruit. If you bear fruit, then the Lord's going to purge you or, or prune you or clean you so that you can bear more fruit. All right, now he's saying in verse 5, he said, I am the vine, you are the branches, he that abideth in me, and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. So, there's a progression. Every time the Father cuts something dead out of your life, every time he cuts away something that does, is that, that's not necessarily bad. I want to bring that to your attention once again. Hold on, tree, we'll be back to you in a second okay? Something that is not necessarily bad, but it's, it can be distracting from your purpose. So we need to watch out for that, okay? Now we know bad things just need to be cut out altogether. There are some bad habits, addictions, and some bad relationships. So we, that goes without saying, but then there can be some things that can seem to be good, and you may be very productive at it. You may be good at it, but is it good for you? Will it help you to bring forth much fruit to the glory of God, more fruit to the glory of God? Amen. Will it distract from your purpose? So we need to be very mindful of that. Okay, I really want to bring that to your attention. So let's bring that tree back. All oh, right. I love this boy. Imagination Station. All right, so look he says, "I am the vine, ye are the branches." Look at that. Okay? Let's keep that in our thinking here. "He that abideth in me and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me, you can do nothing. Ye can do nothing." So, keep that in your in your mind. Without the trunk of the tree, the branches cannot produce. Now let's, let's take that away, and how about we bring up maybe uh, an orange tree or something, how about that? All right, so orange tree here, and you, uh, you see the oranges growing over here, it's, it's wonderful. But notice something here. This is what I really want you to see. Um, that as this tree is producing the oranges, the oranges are not growing on the trunk of a the tree. They're not growing on the vine. Oranges will grow uh, on the branches. So there's a, the father has placed himself in a position where if he wants fruit in the earth, he's going to use people to do it. If he wants, now God can do anything he wants to. We understand that. But I want to look at this metaphor that Jesus has given us, this, this natural picture that gives us a spiritual truth. If you want someone to eat of this fruit, it's not going to grow off the trunk of the tree. It's not going to grow off the vine. It's going to grow off the branches. So if someone needs healing, if someone needs, a, needs comfort, if someone needs peace, if someone needs love, if someone needs an act of patience or kindness, if someone needs that, then the Father will manifest that through and out of the branch. And then someone that needs that will encounter your life and they'll simply pick their fruit off of that. And they'll, uh, they'll be healed. They'll be delivered. They will experience some measure of God, some measure of Christ. All right. Now I want you to notice something too, is that well, let's bring back the other tree for that one. I like the other way the other tree looks, all right? All right, let's look back at this one. And this is not a fruit tree, of course, but it gives us a good illustration of the trunk and the branch illustration. I want you to see this, this is so good. This is what the Lord was showing me too. Now, this tree is feeding from the soil, right? And so the nutrients that comes from the soil is coming up from the trunk of the tree and is going into the branches. The branches are feeding from the same substance that the tree is feeding from, right? So we can say the substance or the water, what have you, that is flowing up from the trunk, it's going over into every branch and it is producing fruit. So the life that Christ experiences is meant to also flow through us. Let's do it this way. Let's take everything away and think about this. So we are divinely connected to, to Christ, to Jesus, right? All right. Remember, the Lord gives us this natural picture to give us a spiritual truth. We are divinely connected to Christ. So Christ is love. He, the love of God is in him. So the same love that flows through Christ should be flowing through us. Right? There's peace in Him. There's joy in Him. Everything that we need, everything that the world needs, is flowing through us. Now, the Lord says to us, Abide in me. Stay with me. Because you cannot produce this God kind of life. You cannot produce this God kind of fruit on your own. You've got to have me. Oh my God, isn't that powerful? The Lord says, You have to have me to do that. So, A part of this big ask, and we'll see this tonight, is that, Lord, let your power flow through me, because you're a candidate of it. Remember, as you are born again, born of God, uh, that tells you, Jesus said, hey, you're connected to me. You're growing out of me, and the substance that's feeding, that I'm feeding on, that I'm living on, you're also feeding on it, and you're living on it, too. The same power that flows through me, hey, it's flowing through you. And remember the other other illustration that Jesus gave us. He said that we are the body of Christ, right? Jesus is the head of the church and we're the body. Does a separate blood type flow from the body to the head? Is the head type O and, you know, the body type B? No, the same blood flows throughout the entire body. The same power flows throughout the entire body in essence, we are the ones in many cases, we're the ones in many cases that, that restrict the flow of God's love. We restrict the flow of his peace, his joy. We restrict the flow of his power. And many times it's because of pride. I think I can do this and this and that and the other. We're so busy with this and that, that we don't give the Lord our full attention. But I know that as we have this big ask, and we'll talk about this in a second, we'll ask the father to remove all hindrances, that the grace of God would flow through us mightily. My goodness. Let's go on a little bit further. This is so wonderful. Look at verse number six. He says, if a man abide not in me, he is cast forth as a branch and is withered. And men gather them and cast them into the fire and they are burned. Remember we talked about this uh, thing in verse number 2 where the Father takes away every branch in me that beareth not fruit because the devil has pretenders that he has sown among the body, pretenders that are there to distract you from producing Christ in the earth. And so we'll see this really, we can look at it tonight, really don't have time where the Bible says really uh, might as well look at Matthew 15, 13 Matthew 15, 13 says this. That's Matthew 15, 13. He says, but he answered and said, every plant which my Father, which my Heavenly Father hath not planted shall be uprooted. Uh, The enemy has pretenders. And and the Lord also gives us a great illustration of this in Matthew 13. You can read it later, uh, verses 36 through 42. But for time's sake, I can't, I can't (laughs) tonight. The Lord talks about, the parable of the wheat and uh, the tares or the, or the wheat and the weeds and how he has gone along and sown good things, good seed, but an enemy has come and he sows tares. He, he sows weeds among the good things that God has done. Well, at the very conclusion of that, when both the wheat and tares grow up together, or the wheat and weeds grow up together, the Lord sends out his angels, the reapers, and they will gather his wheat and put them in the barns, but they will gather the weeds or the tares, and they will burn them. They will burn them up. They will cast out everything uh, that offends, everything that is evil, they'll cast it out and throw it into the fire. All right, that's the end of that. Because, again, your assignment is so powerful. The role that you have to play is so important. And I wish I had a bigger, fancier word to really bring that to you. You are so important to the destiny of so many around you, so many that are desperate. You are so important to that, that Father has placed a lot of his eggs, so to speak, in your basket heaven is really depending on you to produce Christ, to reproduce Christ, to represent Christ in the earth. And that does not happen apart from Christ. Remember, you're the the branch. Jesus is the vine. So daily we should be pulling from him so that we can produce the fruit that they need. They may never have seen the Lord, or they may never have seen uh, a true Christian before, a true believer. And you may be the only Bible that they will read. It should be, you know, it should be where they'll come around you and they get infected with the love of God because, or you become so radioactive in God's love that instantly as they're in your presence, they feel different. They are affected by the continents or by the light that flows through you from another world. Isn't that awesome? Hallelujah. So we can say, I I like sci-fi sometimes, we can say that the Lord's love is flowing from another dimension, a spiritual dimension, and it is flowing through you. Yeah, just like that. It is flowing through you. And when people come in contact with you, they should feel the love of Christ And how does that happen? We have to stay connected to the vine. Let's go and wrap it up, okay? Now, let's look a little bit further. Let's go into verse number, let's go back at verse five rather verse 6. Yeah, verse 6 it says, If a man abide not in me, he is cast forth as a branch and is withered. Okay, those, those fakes, those pretenders. And men gather them. In the end it's going to be the angels gathering them and cast them into the fire and they are burned. They become, there we go, firewood. You know, that's what it will be at the end of no use. You know, all right. Verse 7 It says, If ye abide in me, and my words abide in you, you shall ask what you will, and it shall be done unto you. That's the big ask. Look at verse number 8 He says, Herein is my Father glorified that ye bear much fruit. Remember the transition from fruit to more fruit? Now there's much fruit. God our Father is glorified when you bear much fruit. Surely He's pleased when we bear fruit. Surely He's pleased when we when we bear more fruit. But He's glorified when you bear much fruit. When you are a branch in Christ that is so uh, weighed down with fruit for healing from the nations, the Father's glorified when they see Jesus, uh, the when they see Jesus reproducing your life. Look at verse number 7. All this is because of verse, I believe, verse number 7. This is powerful. Remember the whole, the whole thing? The, Lord, the Father said, hey, you know, I'm the vine dresser. I will uh, purge you or I will prune you and I will... Uh, train you. I will cultivate you. I will remove dead things from your life. I re- will remove uh, th- these weeds or false branches from your life so that you can produce more fruit. Because remember John three sixteen. for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever would believe in him, Uh, should not perish, but have everlasting life. God loves the world. He loves people. Hallelujah. And He has to get His love to the people. And how is He going to do that? One major way we know is through the fruit that His people are producing, through the fruit that the body of Christ is producing. So, He's giving you all of this stuff. He is training us. He is cultivating us. And I believe that's to get us down to verse number 7, to where we can ask. He says, if ye abide in me, and my words abide in you. In other words, you stay with me, and my words stay in you. If you stay in me, and my words stay in you. If you stay with me, and my words are staying with you. You know, when his words stay with you, you know, we know his will. Uh, When you get someone's words, you get their thoughts, you get their, their mind, their attitude. When you read someone's book, There's an open door to their psyche, open door to their thinking, to their feeling. When you read their words, when you get their words, Jesus says, hey, get my words. It's an open door. I'm an open book. I want you to know what I'm thinking. I want you to know what I'm feeling. I want you to know uh, what I would do in the situation. Get my word. He said, if you remain with me, abide in me, if you remain with me and allow my words to remain or stay with you, you will ask what you will, and it will be done unto you. Now that's amazing. The Lord gives you in essence a blank check. He said you will ask what you will. He didn't say you'll ask what I will. He said you will ask what you will. The person that is asking, he said you will ask what you will, and it be done unto you. Well what are we going to ask for as we wrap up tonight? What are we going to ask for? Well one thing that we definitely need to ask for is that every hindrance, every hindrance, everything that prevents us from expressing Christ fully be removed. Why don't we ask for that? As as a matter of fact, why don't we do it now? Father, we pray in Jesus' name that every hindrance in our lives to producing the fruit of Christ be removed. Father, we ask that uh, whatever darkness is around us be purged and, and cleaned and taken away. Lord, there are people around us that need your love, especially now in this nation and in this world, people are afraid, they are suicidal, they are panicked. Lord, a lot of bad things that are going on. They're sick. And Father, we ask in Jesus' name that the fruit of Christ would grow from us. And Jesus, you said in your word that the works that I do show you do also because you go unto the Father. And Lord, we pray that that fruit, the manifestation of your works, those greater works would bloom and blossom on us and feed the nations. So this is our big ask tonight. We ask that Christ would be manifested through us, that we would represent Christ to the world. We ask not right now for silver and gold, for riches untold. No, we're asking, we're saving this for a loving relationship with you. Help us to hear your voice and follow your instruction. We love you so much. In Jesus' name, amen. Wow. Well, thanks for joining me, my friends. I pray that you had an awesome time tonight in the Word of God. I intend to be back here with you on next week Who knows what will actually happen, what will, yeah, let's, let's bring up our vineyard once again, if you want to see that, hallelujah, back to grapes, so I pray that you just, you know, I pray to see you all next week, so let's just cut it off here, but don't forget, yes, to join me this Sunday morning, Uh, Pastor Sumiko was here in the pulpit, my loving wife, and She continues in the series, Focus on Christ, and I can't wait for you to hear it. It's going to bless your heart. So check us out this Sunday morning at 10 a.m. Until next time, remember, Jesus loves you, and so do we. Choose him as your Lord today, only he can make a way. I'll see you again on the next time. Bye-bye now.